Amazing. It's absolutely amazing. But under the right circumstances, a producer could make more money with a flop than he could with a hit. Hmm. Yes, it's quite possible. Welcome to the NFC Least Show, the only show keeping the NFC East honest. Joining me again this week is Chris Hughes. Yeah, man. And Hi. Tom Golterman. Hey. All right. Let's just jump right into things. Uh, we got we had two divisional games last week. Really, the division's looking a little bit clearer, I think, after the games this past week. Let's talk about Giants-Eagles first. Do we have um, to? Really? So, another- which massacre do we want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> do we even have to? <laughs> what a like really weird game, though, because for the first half, the Eagles, it was looking a bit like Chris and Tom's predictions. Uh, yeah. the game. <laughs> <Not> true. <laughs> this was a combination of the yeah. predictions from last week. Tied <laughs> three three at halftime. Eagles offense just could not get it going. Um, but also the Giants offense predictably just might as well not have shown up at all. <laughs> lame, lame and yeah. That uh, that they trend kind of carried. Jam. They lost all their. <laughs> <laughs> they lost all their mojo. They, they lost all their talent. The talent got sucked into the to a oh, different man, ball somewhere. That, that would assume they had talent to begin with. Somewhere. Like, you, that's a good point. Yeah, this wasn't um, like an all-star team. That. <laughs> but yeah, Giants offense continued to just pound dirt for. <laughs> the second half and the Eagles offense actually dug deep and found, found something that was working against the Giants defense really felt like a game that if the Giants offense had anything, it could have been like a close 20 to 20 something game, but the Giants offense just could never pull away and capitalize on how well the defense is playing in the first half. Uh, What do you guys think, Chris? Yeah, I was I was actually going to say the exact same thing, um, except a little more harsh. Uh, it was it was more like you know that big big dick from energy just was not. <laughs> <laughs> he he lost it immediately. He was, it was flaccid from me, uh, and it was. I I do truly believe though, like the Giants, they they came to play. Their defense came to play in that first half. Like they they really did. They just their offense was on the field for thirty seconds at a time, and then in the second half, they were you know when the Eagles were able to run the ball and and Jalen Hurts had some big passes downfield. They just couldn't keep up with that. But I agree. I think I think the Giants were in that game. The defense showed up. Just half the team showed up that day. And yeah. then they just got fucking tired, man. And yeah. I don't blame them. <laughs> you know? I like, mean, if, if you've when, been watching the Giants, and I'm curious to hear what Tom has to say, but this is a very – you've seen this game at least 10 times this year of Patrick Bannon, <laughs> the defensive coordinator, and the defense showing up. Then the offense can't stay on the field, and the defense just get tired, and that's when the game blows open. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's – as a fan, it's tiring. The whole thing is just whole tiring. It's just awful. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. But it's, I mean, yeah. Like If you just said it, like if the offense had anything and they don't have anything. So it's just, I just. I... You, you went from, 
from uh, Jake Jake from that's his name right yeah <laughs> okay cool you went from Drake from to like your you know tenth grade you know earth science teacher as your backup you know like, <laughs> Mike Lennon see does that? have big earth science teacher Mike, he's just like tall skinny you know like if you if he walked into your class you you'd say professional football player. Or yeah. math teacher, you know, like that's, yeah. like, you wouldn't really be able to tell the difference if you didn't yeah. know. He um, does look like someone who like studied exercise science in college. Like he thought he was going to be a gym teacher yeah. and yeah. then he wound up as a backup quarterback in the NFL. Right. right. <laughs> can can I be honest? Like Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, he's, he's, he, you thought he, he was pulled out of Canada in the woods somewhere and you're like, yeah. you went I gotta be honest. I think I would prefer one of the gym teachers from high school to actually play <laughs> Mr. Fick. I don't care who. It could be Mr. Fick. It could be Mr. Carr. I don't care. I want yeah, one of them rather than Mike Glennon or Jacob Fromm. Like God. I guess. I guess the real question here is like another demonstrative win for the Eagles in the division. Is this? Is that your favorite word? I, Sorry. Demonstrative. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, it is he's confirming. Yeah. So, <laughs> proceed. Uh, hey. Like, is this am I ready to admit that I am wrong in crossing them off earlier this year and admit that they're a playoff team? And I, I'm kind of the order of this podcast, so I'm I'm asking myself this question. So I'll just say yes, I am I am wrong. I I think I think I'm ready to say at this point that the Eagles that Sean Williams is right. And the Eagles are going to the playoffs. I think it's going to happen. I feel like I said that last week. Also, I just want to point that out. And well, uh, yeah, but I mean, you're new and it's yeah, been like okay. a running thing. Oh, okay. 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 Fine. Sean Williams and Tom are right. The Eagles are going to the playoffs. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just, I, I feel like, and we'll get to the Washington Cowboys game, but just the injuries that Washington's had over the past couple of weeks, I think they're getting to this point in the year where they just don't have the momentum or vibes to carry them through to the wins that they need. And I feel like the Eagles are probably digging a little bit into their 2017 veteran playoff experience energy right now. And they'll just take care of business against Washington which basically puts them in control of their own destiny week 18 against the Cowboys. And I, I sort of think Cowboys will be in a position where they don't need to win that game. And it, it should tee up for two straight wins for the Eagles. Um, I think they will be the least deserving 10 and seven team to make the playoffs in a very long time. I don't think they're going to go far. Um, if you look at their record, if they, if they went out, um, the Eagles will have gone, I believe, one in seven this year against teams with a winning record, which means they went nine <laughs> and I think nine and one against teams with losing records all year. I think the schedule fell very easily for them. I think they caught the right teams at the right time. And it's summing up to a, a record and a team that looks better than what they actually are. But hey, I'm just trying to justify my own pessimism. They're in it, baby. So and I'm, I'm, I'm riding playoffs. Yeah. So they're they're the definition of like barely above average. Yeah. 
yeah, they're yes. scraping by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they're like right, fifty one percent. No, they're. they're, I, mean, they're basically <laughs> a, I think they're basically a C minus team, but they've been graded on a curve for the entire year, so they've been bumped up to like looking like a B, B minus. But I think the soul of the Eagles is yeah. a C minus team. Well, the problem is they're in the NFC that is probably a stronger conference right now than the AFC, and you're also they're in the terrible division of the NFC East. So you're right. They're being graded on a, cur- a curve right now because you're in a terrible division, yet you're in the better conference. So it's a weird skew that the Eagles are getting graded on right now. I don't think right the now. NFC is a better conference than the AFC. Are you Here serious? We Here we go. Are you serious? <laughs> I think I think they have better teams, but I don't think overall it's a better conference. I would actually agree with Chris. I think top to bottom, I think the worst teams in the AFC are better than the worst teams in the NFC. I would, with I would the exception cert- of the Jets and the Jags. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I would, I would certainly say that the NFC at the bottom of it definitely has some te- more, more terrible teams than the AFC. But I don't know. I think, I think the NFC is a stronger conference overall. I think, I think whoever wins that is probably going to go on and win the whole thing just because I, I don't disagree they, with that. I think between the Packers and the Bucks, like I don't, I don't think there's anyone in the AFC. I mean, maybe the chiefs, um, but, but, that, I, but that's really I, it. I, but, but I, I guess we're looking at it differently. I just, I actually think the conferences are relatively even for like the first time in a long time. It's, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sitting opinion. over here. Yeah, I'm sitting over here going. It's fifty-five, forty-five. That, that, that's, that's, that's how I'm trying. To I love how I love how Chris is. Chris started out out the gate so strong with the AFC is so much better than the NFC, and as it's gone on, it's like, well, no, the Packs and the Bucks will win the Super Bowl, and also well, they're even, and also well, I just. I just <laughs> I didn't come out that strong. I just said I disagree with what he said. <laughs> it's, it's the mind the control. Is stronger. I don't think it's stronger. I think it's it's distributed differently. I I hear you. I hear you. Technicalities. Right. Well, I mean, and also, and also, if the Eagles, if the Eagles can play as hard as they do in the divisional games against other teams, I think they could be a good team. Like if they cared as much, you know what I mean? But yeah. for some reason, it's just, they, they don't, <laughs> I guess, I guess here, here's where my feeling about like the AFC versus NFC come from, right? Like I'm just staring at like the middle of the pack AFC teams, like the chargers, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Browns, the Colts, um, the Patriots, right? Like all those teams are around what the Eagles, the record is right now. Mm-hmm. If the Eagles were to play any of them next week, <laughs> right. I'd be picking. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, yeah. it's like, how, how does, how does a team wind up with an eight and seven record while being probably pretty mediocre and bad? I think it's because of the schedule and the conference that they're in. I think, I think <laughs> the NFC East in particular is one of the worst divisions in football this year. Mm-hmm. And I said this last week, this year their schedule drew the NFC South, which was the other worst division in the NFC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just, they've had the easiest schedule in the league. And I think that has works out great. It's going to make, make for some fun for me and my family for the rest of the year. But I just, you know, I still, I still think my cynicism and my critique of this team is valid despite their record and 
objective success this year. I'm still nervous going into next year. If that sound, if that sounds logical, you know? Yeah, no, that, that sounds logical. I think, I think, you know, obviously they control their own destiny right now with the next two games. And, uh, but I would be, I, I would probably feel the same way that you're feeling right now for at least next year as well. Cause it's, it's, are they going to be able to repeat with a harder schedule? Are they going to get an easier schedule and look, as you guys would say, paper tigerish? I don't. I, I think it might, might. I think it yeah, might be a paper tiger situation. I think it is. Eagles. I think. It, I think. I so think it's a paper tiger situation right now. I think everyone's gassing them up, being like, "Run game, run game, blah blah blah," and then, like, yeah, there is no matchup. Running backs in that game. What was that? Didn't like people get injured in that game? The last uh, game. I, know, I think Jordan Howard got hurt. Um, okay. And Miles Sanders, you're right. Um, so they're going into next week with just it looks like Boston Scott and Kenny Gainwell. I'm I'm think it's fine. I think it's fine. It's fine. But I mean, I'm just I'm just pointing out that you know you're talking about the run game and you're losing running backs. So yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like I said last week, I think the the Eagles' run game success has way more to do with the offensive line than it right. does the actual people running the ball. Um, For sure. I think I get concerned if we need to start dipping into like the street running backs or like practice squad guys, but. Boston Scott has run well this year. So has Kenny Gainwell. I'm not, at least for like the next couple of weeks, I'm not too concerned. Um, yeah, I got, can, I, can I ask a question? What's up? How many street running backs do you know? Like uh, running backs off the street? You, uh, you use the term, man. Yeah, so yeah, I just yeah, what, to know. What, what exactly <laughs> is? No, it's just like a guy that's back. not on an NFL team. That's just like on the street that like we just sign. Who's the most famous street running back? Theo Riddick. <laughs> <laughs> immaculate right. on his own <laughs> right on that was that was a good enough answer i'll it, accept it i'm pretty sure terrell davis <laughs> a street running back he was i don't think he was a high draft pick that's for sure uh let's see here he was oh yeah round six pick 196 that's close to street <laughs> yeah. It's not street, but it's close. That's, yeah. <laughs> that is definitely in the territory of being picked up off the street. That is low enough in the draft where but Tom maybe, Brady was also almost picked yeah. up off the street. <laughs> maybe he didn't have a cell phone that they could call or a phone they could call at the time. They had to like send a courier to find Terrell Davis that late in the draft, you know? Pigeon, pigeon carrier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go into the other massacre, uh, Cowboys Washington. God, really, really another. I mean, huge get right game for the Cowboys. We've been saying for the past couple of weeks, like, is their offense alive? Like, what's the deal? And they're alive. They they're alive and kicking. They found they found, they found the gear that we've been asking for. Um, now, I mean. I think it says a lot more about Washington that this is a must win game for them. And they show up in Dallas with their heated benches and just get this tar kicked out, tar kicked out of them. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, again, it doesn't change. I mean, the one thing I'm willing to say, the one take I'm willing to drop is I'm crossing Washington off after this game. There's no way they come back from this. They're done. I, I yeah, I, I think they're done. Um, but yeah, I mean, what 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 do you guys think of this? I guess Tom, do you want to start first? Like, do you have any thoughts on this game beyond like just Washington's cooked? 
I mean, first of all, Dallas, put your DAC away. That was <laughs> disgusting, and uh, I don't never want to see it again. It just hurts my heart, as obviously as a Giants fan. But no, I mean, I do agree. I do agree. Washington's uh, their goose is uh, is cooked, and uh, you know what? They did it to themselves. They did it to themselves, honestly, because uh, I it wasn't it wasn't the Cowboys going out there to beat them. They they beat themselves. I mean, you guys saw the you guys saw the scruffle between uh, what were, who what were yeah. their names? Uh, yeah. Jonathan Allen and uh, Darren Payne. Yeah. That was, that was funny. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like, I think a few things that stuck out to me in this game. <laughs> uh, I think a few things stuck out in this game. One was, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I do think that um, Dallas getting Tony Pollard back really helped their offense. I thought that <laughs> you and Tony Pollard, man. <laughs> no, I just I, I think that he adds a lot to the running game. I think that they were able to do they they were able to do what we've said the Cowboys do best, which is get out in front and then build a lead. Um, Dak looked a lot more confident throwing than he has in recent weeks. A, a ton of nice balls thrown over the middle, especially. Um. Mm-hmm. A couple, I guess one thing too, and this is one thing I'm rooting for, for the end of the year. So far, the Giants are the only team in the division to not throw a, a touchdown pass to a tackle. To, to an offensive tackle? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. The, the Washington <laughs> is. The Giants did it with Andrew Thomas. So Washington's the only one. So I want to yeah, put yeah. that yeah. on. I want to put that on alert for the next two weeks. I want the NFCs to be the first division to sweep a tackle eligible touchdown in <laughs> – in football, <laughs> we got one from the Cowboys this game. We got one from the Eagles yesterday, and they did it with Andrew, the Giants did it with Andrew Thomas a few weeks back. Um, oh my god! But yeah, I mean, it was fun. I mean, as if you're a Cowboys fan, it was super fun. I mean, that was that was a great game. There's not much to say. It was done by halftime. <laughs> yeah, forty-two. In the first half, like I was watching the highlights and and I saw 42 and then I saw, I saw like 30 seconds left in the half. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Like I, cause it's skipping ahead. Like I'm not paying attention to the time. (laughs) I was like, oh, I just figured this was over the course of the game. (laughs) I, I, I watched the game and then I also watched the highlights and start to prepare just like talking points and, and things that were, that stuck out to me. And I remember like losing attention because it was just such a blowout. Like on the highlight reel, I was losing attention. And then oh like, I looked back at it. I looked I looked away and it was like 30 something. I looked back, it was like 59. And I'm like, how did they score? Like there wasn't even noise being made in this highlight reel when these scores yeah. happened. How did they get 21 yeah. more points? Um, but because yeah, it was, they benched Dak and brought yeah. in some guy named Rush who was still Cooper able to Rush. play well. <laughs> Which actually got me worried for Dak because I was like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> is it Dak or is no. it, is it the O-line? <laughs> like what, yeah. what's, you know, cause that guy well, came out have, just as fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It, it, it was more, you know, the whole team came out to play as well because if you saw like yeah. the, even the defense was there, like just, with mm-hmm. everybody on both sides of the ball came out to play. Dude. Demarcus Lawrence got that amazing interception. That was oh my mm-hmm. god! I that was really good. And then Trayvon Diggs got his eleventh. So just like it was almost Dude, as like Micah Parsons as usual. is insane. 
Oh yeah. And, oh, and he's, he's what makes Diggs or, uh, yeah, way not, not necessarily better. I mean, just what he can be. Oh, yeah. Um, I think, I think the cow, one thing we said consistently about the Cowboys defense is they live and die by their ability to create turnovers. Um, but also they're so good. They also always create turnovers. So they rarely die. <laughs> like it's, like it, it's the athleticism they have on the, the front seven is incredible. Like I, it's been two weeks in a row, right. With a, with a pick six from a tip ball on the defensive line, like a tipped ball, tip drill or whatever. Yeah. Diggs. We've talked about it. Nauseam is one of the best ball Hawks in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I did think Washington did show a little bit of heart in the, in the second quarter with that one drive. Absolutely. Um, then, it just, then it just snowballed from there. Um, so, yeah, my my big takeaway here, Washington's done. I think the Eagles are going to go to the playoffs. That is, uh, that's my big takeaway for the next two weeks. I My big takeaway, honestly, though, and maybe – uh, maybe I'll I'll eat crow for this, but you had talked about it previously, Sean. That um, I'm actually not sold on the Cowboys in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know they they have the the, uh, uh, the wild card offense, in my opinion, uh, the mm-hmm. one that may show up or may not. You know, and and you said it. If they can't get a lead. I just don't see them winning. And when you get into the playoffs, it's you're going against the better defenses yeah. in the league. I don't think it's going to happen for them. I think Dak is going to crumble. I think Zeke is going to – I don't know if you watched Ezekiel Elliott run, but he looks weird, man. Like, he, he – he, I don't it, – it throws me off. Like, he doesn't lower his shoulders. He's, like, back straight. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm not one to necessarily know how you're supposed to run the NFL, but I feel like you're supposed to kind of lean forward and go into it a bit more. Whereas it seems like he stands up straight and then the last second he'll just go in. Um, yeah. I don't know. That looks like how you get one of the, uh, anyways. One of the, ten, <laughs> one of the tent pole takes on this podcast that I, that Tom kind of looked at me at before is that their backup running back, both Sean Williams and I think is better than Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, where, Okay. They still feature Elliot. Um, mm-hmm. He's very good, like at grinding out like four yard runs. But he's lost yeah. that burst he kind of came into the league with that right. kind of breakaway speed. Like I haven't seen him break away from a defense like he did in 2017 in the past three years. Versus Pollard, mm-hmm. if he gets us, if he gets us uh, some daylight, he's gone. And he's the guy who also returns their punts and stuff too. So right. I, I do think it's a little bit of like a, they have a bit of like a thunder and lightning arrangement now, <laughs> like shout out like Brandon Jacobs and Tiki Barber. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me yearn. Uh, Don't make me yearn. <laughs> but it, it is, but it's fun. It's just funny. Cause it's like in most thunder and lightning arrangements, it's typically the lightning back that gets all like, the hype and it's like the thunder one who like does, but it's like for some reason, because Ezekiel Elliott yeah. was so good four years ago, he still build as like the featured guy and everyone forgets about right. Tony Pollard. But I think their running game only works because they have Tony Pollard to right. like give them a bit of that, like big playability. Cause Zeke doesn't have it all on his own. They can't, they can't rush him 30 times a game and right. like have it be like a 150, 200 yard rushing game, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All that cereal he's eaten over the years, man. 
It's, uh, <laughs> it's just, he it's calls just, that cereal every first down. Yeah, he just why gets he's a standing straight up, Chris. He, he he doesn't want to go over just yet, you know, because it's his stomach and everything. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it just scared me. I was just scared watching him, and knowing how many times he gets injured and stuff. I was yeah. like, man, it looks like you're gonna it's like somebody's gonna tackle you weird, and you're gonna fall down. It's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just I well, was nervous. Well, you're you're a street running back, Chris. Right? Go in there and show him how it's done. Man. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. That was why I asked what a street yeah, running back was yeah. because you, you, I'm you secretly a street running back. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's me. I'm the street running back. <laughs> I'm the only one. <laughs> no, but All right. uh, again, yeah, I don't, I don't expect uh, Dallas to make a splash in the playoffs. I really don't. Maybe they win a game, but um, I, no, I they just don't. They don't scream a Super Bowl team to me. And usually, most teams that are are super good on offense. I rarely believe in them because all I think about was my Broncos against that Seattle team. And like, we were the best offense of all time. And then we come out and we get decimated. <laughs> and that, that's what I think of with the Cowboys, even though their defense is better. I still, I still think if they so heavily rely on having that lead, I just, I don't think it's going to last. Well, it depends on, it depends on who they get first rounds. You know what I'm saying? Like if mm-hmm. if if by some odd weird chance, which I mean it's they totally the possible. Giants. Well, That's yeah, true. okay, yeah, because <laughs> the Giants are magically going to make the playoffs now. They just got to win out. And we got this. Um, no, but like if uh, if the Cowboys get the Eagles round one, and if it's an NFC East showdown, it's it's. I, I truly believe that will be like the wild card game to witness because the Eagles could do it. They could beat the Cowboys, but at the same time, it, at the same time, I think the Cowboys could come out to play, especially against them, and uh, and and possibly keep and go on to see who they get round two. I mean, it's 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 all there. It's is that so a likely thing to happen? Is, is, is are yeah, Eagles Cowboys? It, is that it that's is a possibility? Likely. Yeah, I don't think it will happen. I was going to say my bold prediction is I think the Cowboys lose out and I think the Eagles win out. And I think it's, it's very weird in that scenario because that means the Cowboys only wind up one game better than the Eagles at 11 and six versus Eagles 10 and seven. But I think, that's a mirage. I don't think, like I said, I don't think the Eagles are actually a ten, and, a good ten and seven team, and I think the Cowboys are actually a much better than eleven and six team. But let's uh, let's talk a bit about the games coming up because that will start. I just gave away two of my two of my picks <laughs> for this week in saying that. So let's let's preview the divisional game first. Another big divisional game this week: Eagles Washington. Washington is coming off a beatdown. Eagles are coming off giving a beat down. I think more of the same happens this week. I think, I think Washington is slowly being grinded out of contention after two big losses in the division. They needed to get, they need to beat either the Eagles or the Cowboys in the past two weeks to remain in the conversation. And not only did they do neither, they also lost both games very convincingly. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just mentally, physically, all the injuries they're dealing with, it's very hard to come back from that. I also don't think Washington has, even though it's being played in Washington, I don't think them as a team or a culture has a real home field advantage in Washington. <laughs> they typically 
sell half the crowd to Eagles fans and everything for these games anyway. I don't think that will matter. I think the Eagles will take care of business. I think it'll be something like 20. It'll look a lot like the first game. It looked like 27 to 14, maybe 30 something to 14. But I don't think Washington ever gets off the ground. Hot take here. Well, not, not exactly a hot take, but I think I think what Washington should have been doing all season is just had uh, Alex Smith on retainer, um, just not not to play, but just having his leg just like up and shown the whole time, just to remind everyone on that team, like if I can lose a leg and come back and play, you guys can fucking play, all right? And that I think I think just as motivation. You know, yeah. like that's it. Veteran motivation. Yeah. Cause you're right. That team, the, there's just, there's no heart. There's nothing yeah. there. They, they lost their, they lost their name. They lost their soul, you know? And, and I'm not, and I'm not here to say that the name needed to stick. I'm just, I, I want to make that very clear. I just, I'm just saying that. Yeah. That, that there organization. Yeah. It, it, I, the, the identity needed to be shed, but that doesn't make them any less a team without an identity right now. You know, right, right. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised in, in maybe another quick take, but like if they actually like associated their team with like an animal or something, maybe they'd play better. But right now yeah. they're just Washington, you know? Yeah. And I do like and, the idea of like without, without, without a team having Alex Smith be like the mascot. The yeah. Team temporarily. yeah. Like a real That'd like patches of hand from dodgeball type presence around the locker room. Like if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Right. If I can break right. my leg, you guys can play football. <laughs> and then the logo is like a lightning bolt, but it's like his leg. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going to get that together in a week. So I think my prediction still stands, no, but I no. hear you in general. You know, Future reference. If, just <laughs> They did get that together in a week. If they announced today, like this is the Alex Smith game and we're going to trot Alex Smith out before the game and like, like prop his leg up. I'm starting to get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. They're motivated. Oh, Dan man, Snyder bringing in his wild card. <laughs> this is his final stop. He's like, I had, this is the last thing. Benches didn't work. Alex, get in here. <laughs> the benches didn't work. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Somebody tweet him right now. Somebody tweet him right now Just and, and ask, for, ask for, like, <laughs> at least some credit for it. Or, uh, or RG3 or somebody, you know, like somebody. Somebody, somebody with a broken leg that you see a Washington quarterback. <laughs> Isn't RG three is the last time they went to the playoffs? Oh no, no, they went with Alex Smith. Yep, they went with last Alex year. Smith. That's right. Well, yeah. no, they did not go with Alex Smith. Oh, they almost Alex did. It was, was the last game of the season. No, right? well, no, 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 no. They went to the playoffs last year, but it was Taylor Heineke who started. Alex Smith got them there, oh, but Heineke started. That, well, okay, that's what that's what I, I guess yeah. I meant. Yeah, they yeah. yeah they got there with them. Yeah, they were trying yeah. to ride the Carson Wentz Damn. and Nick Foles train, you know, all the way, but it didn't quite work out for them. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pleasantly surprised with Carson Wentz on a complete side note. Like I, I was not sold on him with the Eagles, but 
I actually I watched the Hard Knocks episode with uh, the Colts when they beat the Patriots, and I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I kind of like Carson Wentz. I don't know why I disliked him. Maybe it's because I fucking hate the Eagles, but yeah, I, <laughs> I just generally it's okay. yeah, that's exactly why Eagles fans hate Carson Wentz because they also fucking hate the Eagles. <laughs> Shared hatred. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's a uh, I I I've gotten into a lot of arguments while I've been home about a. Uh, Carson Wentz. I don't mind him. I, I, I don't like, <laughs> I think there's a part of me that still wants to like be right in being super high on him in mm-hmm. 2017 and 2016. Cause I did think that we had like the next like Aaron Rodgers or Ben Roethlisberger on our team. Um, I think that we were right to get rid of him this past year. Um, but I don't think that like him being bad, I think him regressing as hard as he did with the Eagles said more about the Eagles than it did about Carson Wentz. And I think that Eagles fans are, it's a, it's a bitter pill and a lot of them don't want to swallow it. (laughs) Right. Um, Like I I think we essentially got you to a Super Bowl. Like, (laughs) and I think people forget that. (laughs) Yes. And that's because all they see in their wet dreams is Nick Foles pulling the Philly Philly. That's all they see nowadays. Whenever they think about it. Oh God. You're you're right. You're right. That I do ejaculate in my sleep to to Nick Foles. You're right. (laughs) No, 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 not Nick Foles. Just that one play. Just that one play. play. Yeah. 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 Anyway. That Jake Fromm energy <laughs> can only last for so long. It, yeah, it's it's minimal. <laughs> what do you guys think? Do you think Eagles win this game? Are you with me, or do you think Washington has has a uh, has another gear here? Uh, yeah, I I, uh, I don't see how Washington <laughs> <It> depends. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it, well, I how bold you guys are being. This is a real. This is a real what do you guys? What, what's your what's your well, cold who's hard show up? Like, is it take, is it going to be? I don't know. It depends. <laughs> well, okay. So if the Eagles play like they did in the first half against the Giants, I think Washington football team has more of a chance of producing an offense and getting out there than the Giants ever did. Yeah. Um, so I could see it being a closer game. I think. I mean, it's absolutely going to be a closer game than than the other one. Um, and I think Washington, I don't know. I could see them being pissed off about this last loss and coming out and, and really trying, whereas you guys are coming off a big win and I could just see that kind of evening out. Um, I would say I'll go, I'll do bold pick. I'll say Washington Whoa. 27 uh, Eagles 23. You do wow. hate the Eagles. i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be so bold i i mean i agree i think washington washington can jump out there and and they they, of course they have a better offense than the giants do right now let's not even you know let's not even sugarcoat that but i think that i have a better offense than the giants do right now i don't even play football the street running backs have a better (laughs) offense Than the three of them together <laughs> right there right there man the 0900 no. central championship team yeah <laughs> there you go there you go no but for sure I, I i can see washington jumping out and at least scoring a couple touchdowns but i don't think i don't think they could 
realistically hold on to the lead and close out the game with the Eagles being late bloomers, like I said last week. So I'm going to go ahead and say Eagles win the game 28 to 24. It'll, it'll be closer. That's a little too close for comfort, but it'll be closer. But I, I, I ultimately think that the Eagles defense and the run game just will be too much. And Washington's already shot themselves in the foot, so they're not going to magically just, you know, be okay to walk. So, yeah. <laughs> I love that <laughs> metaphor so much. <laughs> They've already shot themselves in the foot and they can't walk. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Giants Bears. <laughs> no, let's not. Why do they even play this game? Let's Why? Not. Like both you gotta wonder. Are... It's like you're just gonna hurt yourself in this one. You're just watching. You're just watching two test dummies drive into each other. Like that's you know. You can just record it, watch it later if you feel like it. But there's really no reason to. Why would you watch it at all? That. I think my favorite thing. Crazy like, shit can happen. Yeah, yeah. I think my but... favorite thing about like observing a team from afar this year has been the the shit show that is the bears. I work with a few people who like live in Chicago and I remember seeing some stories before the Thanksgiving game against the lions, like regardless of the result, Matt Nagy is fired or whatever. And they've just been anti Matt Nagy. They've like rotated between three different quarterbacks again this year. And then like, I tuned back into a bears game like three weeks after that. And like Matt Nagy's still coaching. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Did they fire this guy? <laughs> I thought he was done after the Thanksgiving game. Like, what? What happened? Um, it, that being gotta, said, I think I think even though the Bears are a dumpster fire, I think that they're less of a dumpster fire than the Giants. I, I, I I'm not even gonna watch this game, but I, I if I have to pick, I'm gonna pick the Bears, like twenty-one to ten, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? What's really? the Bears record? How wh- where are they right now? They're like four and eleven, and the Giants are like three and twelve or something like that. No, well, four, I don't even know. Four and eleven or, as well. Are they both four um, and eleven? Really? Uh, let's see here. No, the Bears are five and ten. Five and ten. One game better. But the Bears are one game better. But let's see. Uh, I'm looking at points for and points allowed. Um, the Bears defense is shittier, but the Bears offense is marginally better. Um, actually in both directions. I don't know, guys, this is, this is a wash. Is it in a wash in the truest sense of the term? Because yeah, no one will be watching this game on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> this is, is this in uh, Chicago or is this at home for the Giants? I think it's in I Chicago. This is in Chicago. Yeah. Well, uh, it, for that reason alone, I think the Giants are going to win it. <laughs> <laughs> bold. I, uh, You're all about the know. bold projections today. I don't know. I just any, anytime it's a it's like too close to call, I'm going to take the team that <laughs> nobody wants, nobody thinks is going to win. This is more fun. I mean, it's it's this, because then this, I can come back next week and and be like, yeah, Jake Fromm walking in here. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this game is basically just going to be who gets a better pick next year for the draft. That's all it is. So 
I don't know if Jake Fromm energy is going to be enough for the Giants to go into Chicago and just beat them. Can I pick a tie? Can, I'm going to pick a tie just to be just to be out there. <laughs> I'm going right, to so, say the God. first time. The first time in the history of the pod, we have three different picks, and I, it's mathematically has not been possible until this moment. I really like this. We're making history right now. It's just sweet. <laughs> I don't think a score. What, we're going to be right. I didn't it's, pick a score. This podcast think, will be right next week about this it, game, no matter yeah. what. <laughs> I'm going to say. I I'm think gonna it's going to be low scoring, right? Yeah, it's it's like not going to be anything to crazy. 10. <laughs> Like, I'm willing to say it's going to be a 10, 10 tie. There we go. Yeah, okay. 10, 10 go. tie. All right. And then finally, I have a bold prediction about the Cowboys Cardinals game. Cowboys Cardinals are coming in sliding. Cowboys are coming off a blowout win. I think the Cardinals win. I think the Cardinals beat the, the Cardinals Cowboys. need to win. Yeah. And I think that's why they win. I think the Cardinals are better than the Cowboys. I think that they'll like, it's one of those. It's one of those situations. I really think it's like an unstoppable force meets an immovable object, right? Where it's like the Cowboys are coming in with the momentum, but I think that they're worse, <laughs> top to bottom, than the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals need a win, and they'll assert themselves as a playoff ready team in this game. And I think it'll be it'll be with authority too. It'll be a fun game, really fun game. I think it'll be what like happened a 30- to the Cardinals. They're on a three-game losing streak, dude. Yeah, but like, why did something? I mean, I know, I know from my fantasy team that they lost DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully aware of that. But was there anything else notable? Because honestly, he wasn't that productive this year for me. Um, so, and to be honest with you, we did do an episode of the NFC West show earlier this year, so we should be more on top of what's going on in the NFC West. But if I had to guess, I think it's just like. Because they lost to the Lions. Like, yeah. you know, like you didn't just I think lose it's, I to think like, it's oh, like oh, some, to the some paper tigery type, uh, like third year head coach, second year head coach, rookie, yeah. second year quarterback, like growing pain sort of stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, I think just think they're going yeah. through a rough patch. But Bruce I think Arians, this is their get right game. Yeah. Bruce Arians found like that, like, you know, talisman that was in an Indian burial ground, like probably in the locker room and whatnot. And that's what's just brought on this bad juju for the entire team right now. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm talking about like from the Brady bunch, you know? Yeah. So, Isn't Bruce yeah. Arians curse the, 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 the Cardinals? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Bucks? Yeah. He, yeah. He, he was pissed. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I like the Cardinals. I like Kyler Murray. I, I think it's a fun team. Um, I'm a little frustrated that James Conner is doing well, but whatever. This is a side note. <laughs> I really thought he was just trash, and, and Pittsburgh was just able to make him seem good. Uh, but whatever. Side note. So you're both saying are you both saying Cardinals win this game? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I. Is it again? Is it in Arizona or is it in, in Dallas? Uh, it's in Dallas. It's, it's in Dallas. It's in, it's in Dallas, or it's in no. yeah, it's, it's wherever they play. Their Arlington. I, I think. I think it might be closer than than. I I don't think so. I think I think the Cardinals are falling. I'm going to say Dallas wins thirty to to seventeen. I'm going to say convincingly. I think Dallas is going to win that game. Oh, 
I don't know, man. I'm on the fence with this one too. The, I, I think I think this is going to be probably the first true test for the Cowboys when it comes to the playoffs. And I guess I, I guess we'll get a better picture as far as what kind of team they can be come playoff time. But I don't know. I I I think I have to agree with Sean on this one. I think the Cardinals stop their slide. I think I think the Cowboys they're going to have trouble getting it together and the blowout win doesn't help them. I think it just kind of inflates their ego a little bit, even though they're mm-hmm. all in the news talking about like, Oh, we're not focused on it. And we're not, I don't know. I, I, I think the Cardinals are probably going to come out, have a get right game, kind of like the Cowboys did and get themselves back on track because they're the talent on that team is just, it's, it, it, there's too much of it for it to, for this to be, for them to be a paper tiger. I, if they are, I'll be surprised to be honest with you. So I'm going to say Cardinals win, it's going to be a close game, though. Cardinals win 33 to 25. All right. Uh, does anyone have any takes? I have one. I have a very. Go ahead. You go first. I'll go first. So, when I was watching Sunday Night Football, I was watching, you know, Washington, Dallas. I noticed on the NBC coverage, and they've had this all year, they have the politics guy. Steve Kornacki doing like the playoff breakdowns and like projections. That shit's got to stop. It's just, they can't keep doing that. Like I hate that they're like, uh, like politics is already theater enough. Like trying to like make it like when, when they do the election night coverage, like Kornacki's up there and you're like, Georgia has like a 20% chance of flipping whatever. It's already bad enough that they reduce politics yeah. to that level, but to then bring it over to football and make football seem as complicated as politics <laughs> that it needs like a nerdy looking white guy on TV to like break down playoff scenarios. Yep. It's just like yep. too much. And I can just, I just like feel like the middle America audience looking at this being like, wow, that Kornacki guy's smart. He can talk politics. <laughs> and playoff. Like, it's, just, it's, it's egregious. It's dumb. I think NBC's morally bankrupt for trotting him out there in both scenarios. It needs to stop. That's my take. <laughs> okay. Okay. I need to watch what it is you're talking about, but the way you described it was wonderful. oh man that frustrates me i don't want to talk about that (laughs) that that just makes me hate our our whole system um i hate the nfl for what it's worth you know like that's my take (laughs) like that is I don't know how you managed to like one up my take, but like <laughs> after talking about football for two straight hours over the past two weeks, for you to then just say like, you know what? I hate the NFL. <laughs> New hot take. <laughs> they shouldn't wear helmets anymore. <laughs> uh, they don't do it in rugby and nowhere near as many uh, brain injuries. Uh, I, I think that's a. I think that's actually a really valid take. I think that yep. I actually do think that like the. No, that's absolutely what it is. Yes, <laughs> it's it's the helmet. It's like you protect yep. them in the short term, but it's like it all gets piled up <laughs> into the long term. Yeah, um, and it, it incentivizes using the body as a battering ram as opposed to like actually right. naturally reflexively protecting your head, which all humans will do. Yeah, <laughs> but there's just so many 
massive guys yeah. out there going in so many different directions that yeah, somebody's going to bash their fucking head in if they yeah. don't wear the helmets. So it is, yeah, it's a catch 22. Um, Damn it. Take. I'm, I'm just sitting over here. You're yearning for yesteryear. As you said, I kind of want to introduce lions back into the game and just have people mauled. I, I, God. <laughs> I yeah. just for a second you met like the Detroit Lions. Like no. you just wanted them to be. Yeah, let's again. bring them back, guys. <laughs> let's get, bring them back in here, guys. Detroit. No, no. I want to see like I want to see like lions. I want to see like Dak Prescott like get his ankle ripped off by an actual like man eating lion or something like that. No, okay. my hot my no. I'm kidding. My hot take is that just because you were talking about like like the highs and lows with like football and like not wanting to pay attention yet. It keeps sucking you in and whatnot. It's just obviously it's exactly how I feel too. And I can't help and can't help, but try really hard to stave off the self harm because of being a Giants fan and watching the Cowboys (laughs) do so well and just everything with the, football in general in the last couple of years like you said like they're introducing politics and whatnot it's just like can't we can't we just leave some things alone can we just let them be and just let it be like we're talking about now like i i how do we get back to that i i I sound so old saying that but my god i am just Ah. yeah i think i think uh i think i share your sentiment um, I think I think that parts of society need to remain fun, but I do also understand why, in times of nonviolent revolution, why everything becomes a talking point. You know, I think mm-hmm. it's just part of the natural progression of things. And I think I think we're echoing things that are just part and parcel of the times. I think you know? I think yeah. the day I quit it all, and I'm just like. I stand up and I say, no, thank you. And shut the TV off. Is it the day where I'm watching like a rerun of like a Spider-Man movie on something? And then they just cut into the middle and then throw that guy in there. That's like, okay, do we think that Spider-Man is going to beat this villain? There's 50% chance that it is possible that he could have to pull, you know, keep Steve Kornacki out of Spider-Man. That's my line too. He I just may think have shown the, up from the multiverse. He may have shown up, so yeah. I, I just – I don't even know. He may be in No Way Home, so. All right. Well, rate, review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter. Join the What Discord. about the Broncos? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about the Broncos? What, what's going on with the Broncos, man? Uh, the Broncos are the equivalent now to the Washington football team. Um, wow. They lost a, they lost a must win. No, they, they needed to win that game. Um, no, I know. Against, against I'm just the saying it took one game for them to become the WFT instead of the Eagles. Yep. We were comparing the yep. Eagles last week, and now they're WFT. Wow. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, yeah, pretty much. I mean, if you can't walk into the Raiders who, you know, lost their head coach to sex emails or whatever the hell he said, um, you know, if you if you can't beat <laughs> – if you can't be head coach to general misogyny, <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Um, you know, I don't. Anyways, uh, yeah. If you can't walk into to Vegas and and beat a team that doesn't have their tight end Darren Waller, who's like in, like their only target. Although Hunter Renfro, I don't know if you have heard anything about this guy, but he's broken or tied 
Jerry Rice's record for like most receptions yeah. in a season or something crazy. Um, but that's what happens when he's your only target. Um, but if you can't walk in there and win that game, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. And and I've accepted that. I knew that going into this game, two, seven and seven teams. Um, everyone looked like shit except for Drew Locke. So that, that was the thing that was weird is he came out and just wasn't turning the ball over. And I was like, wow, this is really nice. But he also wasn't making any big plays. Um, and I think that was kind of the difference between what I liked about Teddy versus Drew is that um, Teddy didn't turn the ball over and he could make big plays um, and be kind of like a game changer in that way. But Drew, Drew just is hot trash. He's never going to be what we want him to be. Um, and he seems like a dude who you could bring him in as a backup and spark some energy because he's just so dumb. You know, like he, he's just, you just mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I got a football now. All right, all right, all right, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, I got this. All right, cool. And he just throws it out there somewhere. And he, so many fucking passes were dropped because he just throws it too fucking hard. Um, I can talk about this all day. It's irrelevant. We're out, we're done. Um, and I'm going to, Probably not watch the rest of the season. <laughs> who, do they, who do they play next week? Who do they play next week? I want to say the the Chiefs. Um, Broncos uh, week seventeen. Broncos have the Chargers. Chargers, Chargers excuse Chiefs. me. Um, we already we already beat the Chargers this year. Uh, so actually, that might be fun for because it's the Chargers. The Chargers Any fact, the, people. They, well, well, they need that. Well, the, the, the Chargers need that win, and and um, if the Broncos can beat them, that'll be fun. Uh, I don't think they will, but we'll see. Anyways, this is I this do is very I do droll. like that. Uh, the entire conceit of this segment was like I'm going to pretend to forget to talk about the Broncos and then throw it to Chris. I, it works a lot better when I actually forget to talk about the Broncos. Well, I can't wait to hear about the Chargers game next week, Chris. <laughs> so happy you're watching. Uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll, All right. we'll actually see. Until next week, boys. I'll talk to you later. Have a good one. Pasta la pasta. Bye.